Hi everyone, this is Tales at 3 a.m. Welcome back. Usually I do a podcast episode on the creepy and the weird and strange and the paranormal. However, tonight's episode is going to be a special episode. I get to sit down with the director and co-creator of Fall Boy. David Gentry. He is also the owner of Door Number Three Films, which is an independent film company in Alabama, in central Alabama. And we get to talk about the horror comedy that, right this moment, you can actually go on YouTube right now. I believe the address, once you put up in the address bar, uh, Door Number Three Films, you can search for them on YouTube and you should be able to find the the short piece that's up there right this moment. I think it's a little over uh, 12 minutes in length called Fall Boy. And I've already seen it. I thought it was awesome. I'm looking forward to uh, the future endeavors with the Fall Boy series and the people who are a part of that. You have David Gentry, Jace Marshall. You also have... Reagan and David, what was the other gentleman's name? Dylan Smith and Reagan Edwards. Dylan, Dylan Smith and Reagan Edwards. Awesome. I sometimes I have a uh, a bad approach when it comes to uh, to last names. I can see the faces, but sometimes the uh, the names actually elude me just a little bit. But uh, yeah, so far so good. Everything with that has been uh, has been great. As I said, I've I've already watched it. I thought it was fun. I, I enjoyed it, and I honestly I wanted it to keep going, but unfortunately, there you know it's slow process. But with everything, all good things take time, and it, and it should be great. But uh, yeah, David Gentry, awesome guy. As I said, he is the co-creator and director of Fall Boy, and it is a horror comedy. So That's right. y'all can go online, as I said, to YouTube. Check it out now. Uh, a little over 12 minutes in length. Check the thing out. See how uh, how they've created what they've created so far. And uh, I hope you actually enjoy the short. But um, that's a little intro there. But uh, well, David, yeah, thank let's, you. Yeah, let's thank you very much for bit. having me. Yeah. Let's talk I'm a sorry. little Go bit ahead. more about. Uh, no, you're good, man. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, about. Fall Boy, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, David Gentry, and Dave, I'm going to let you introduce yourself here, and uh, tell me a little bit, a little bit about yourself and about the uh, the film company, what y'all are trying to create. 
Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I, I really do appreciate it. This is my first time being a guest on a podcast. Um, this is a, this is kind of a, a fun thing that maybe one day um, I'll look back at, and this will be like definitely one of the high points. This is kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm David Gentry, obviously. Michael gave a pretty dang good uh <laughs> description of of who i am and uh and what we're trying to do but yeah i'm uh i'm a filmmaker from clanton alabama i've been watching movies and and have been interested in making movies since i was old enough to know that movies could be made um made my first feature film uh in 2020 it's called uh it's called vindicated it's also up on our youtube channel it's gotten 16,000 views uh since wow the, uh, yeah since since we uploaded it two years ago, um, that was fun. coming up. Yeah, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Michael is actually in Vindicated. Uh, he he played a uh, a minor character in Vindicated, and that is how we met. I'm, I've got Gimp open right now, and I'm actually doing a little bit of artwork for y'all's viewing pleasure tonight. Uh, this is a piece of concept art for the for Fall Boy, and I'll be working on this while we while we talk. So. Hopefully y'all will get to enjoy this. Um, obviously, I'm laying out some colors right now. I was going to ask, uh, how did the origination of Fall Boy come about? Did Jace just come up to you and say, "Hey, I got this idea, and I'm writing it down, and I'm writing it down on paper. What do you think?" Or, or, or what happened? How did that start? Yes, that's that's exactly how that started. <laughs> he, uh, Jace. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's the long and short of it. Uh, it was probably like the second half of Indicated. Uh, it was the point in which um, the I don't I don't really know what we had maybe were half of the way through production, and Jace came to me uh, one day and he told me it was just you know he, we were shooting shooting the shit one day and he told me about this idea he had for a movie and I was like well tell me what, show me what you got and he described a pretty much the entire plot that you read the plot summary that you read in the description of the video uh, high school loner kid um, is being haunted by his dead crush until he can finish her unfinished business for her it's uh and just from that he um there's more to that of course but it's uh i, I don't want to give too much away but that literally was th his log line and i thought Damn, that's actually really, really good. Um, I was, and from there it was just a meeting for the last two years, just kind of off and on, coming up with different ideas for how the story could be fleshed out and how we could put it on screen. And uh, but I give I give full creative credit to Jace. He's just a freaking so much creative ideas come from him. He is like a machine when it comes to it. He he can think things up like on the fly that are just so perfect and poetic. He's, um, I think that he really has a lot of skill as a, um, as a creative person. And as he's growing as a writer, I think his, uh, his abilities are coming in. So but yeah, that's, that's the pretty much the story of the inception. Hats off to you, Jace, for the, uh, for the creative inspiration behind fall boy. Hats off to you, brother. Yeah, man. Um, I was going to ask as far, go ahead how the uh, the the people that you were able to get into the fall boy uh 
I'm gonna call it a short. I call it a short because I know I, I think it was like either a short or like a like a teaser. Because I know it's I not the it full pilot. thing yet, but is it, or pilot? There you go. The 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 yeah. pilot to the whole uh, to the whole of, of Fall Boy. Uh, outside of yourself and Jace, uh, how were you able to, or, or what process did you go about uh, getting the other two uh, participants of Fall Boy, uh, getting them uh, ready for such a thing as Fall Boy, and how, were, how did you find your other people for it? So, it really was a, excuse me, hmm. it really was a uh, a case of what the writing called for. Uh, we knew we, we we knew we needed a um, strong female lead, and we knew we needed a, a very very humorous uh, young male lead. Um, because we, at first, I was thinking that Mikey could be like this kind of big chubby kid, heavy set kid, kind of like Ben Hanscom from from Steve, from it. But um, Jace envisioned him as this as this kind of skinnier, more uh, you know ninety pound guy that not really a nerd, just more of a you know, and kind of an outcast kind of kid. You know, the kind of the kind of kid that probably gets patted down at the uh, door whenever he walks into the school by the by the security guard. You know, the one that the teachers are trying really really hard to include in everything. If you know what I mean, <laughs> um, the the kind of kid that uh, as he's trying to get to his class, he's got five other guys that push him into the bathroom, kind of a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, and um, and there is <laughs> and definitely some of that, but that definitely, uh, but also had some volatility. That was a really big one. Is that mm -hmm. you know in the movie, and I think that you probably catch this in the in the short a little bit, but we needed somebody that was funny to watch react to things, but also you, 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 you felt that his reactions to this stuff were genuine. Does that make sense? And right. Yeah. Truly, truly. There is only one person that I've ever met who fills both of those orders so well. And that is Dylan Smith. Um, he is a, just a, very, very emotional person, but also kind of self-aware about it. Like things, when he reacts to things, it's very humorous, but it's also, um, it's quite animated. And like that, he was the only person that I knew that would, that could fit that bill. And as soon as I introduced him to Jace, he, um, Jace was like, yeah, this is our guy, you know, this, <laughs> this, this is, this is our dude, you know? Um, and we knew at the beginning too that that we the two main leads were going to be the two characters we were going to spend the most time with. So we needed to cast them ahead of time, because if we had the two leads nailed down, we could get pretty much anybody else that we needed uh, for the rest of the characters. Because we weren't trying to be super, we weren't trying to be super complicated with the characters, just legitimate. And um, you know, so. As for Reagan, I also went to high school with Reagan. I went to high school with Reagan and Dylan. Uh, Reagan it was uh, older than me, and um, I went. I actually worked with her brother at Winn Dixie uh, during during my sophomore year. And um, the thing about Reagan that originally I was we weren't even thinking about her because 
uh, she had actually approached me before about an idea for a film she had, but she was trying to kind of, she was just kind of trying to get some general feedback on it. Um, okay. And maybe further down the line, we might produce that one. Who knows? Um, Absolutely. I would love to do that. It's a great, it's a great idea by itself, uh, but I'm not going to, not going to spoil too much about that, but she does have a really cool oh, idea. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, and she was a content creator as well. She is a content creator. She's got her really, really good uh, web series called Sanguine Parks that she made. But I never really considered her as a as an actress at first and until I started to kind of see when we were writing the character of Mary what kind of person that actually was. And the first thing that we knew we needed was we needed a female uh, actress, I'm sorry, of course it's a female actress, um, but we needed a a, a, a a young actress who could present a world weariness to her character. Like, just this this air of, of um, kind of being worn down a little bit. Um, not like sick, but like she has this like the way of the world on her shoulders kind of a thing. Yeah, like there's just so much that is is there, and Reagan definitely has that kind of world weariness uh, look to her um, when it comes to, especially when you when when you start talking with her, she has kind of a perspective on on life that is is quite interesting, probably even controversial, but it she um that energy that she brings makes her feel very ethereal already, so making her a ghost character kind of really fits her. I actually don't think that the short does her enough justice, and I'm going to definitely course correct that when we actually make the real movie. Um, I think that Dil Dylan really kind of steals the show in that, but it really, I think it undermines kind of some of Reagan's ability because she's just, she, she doesn't get a lot of screen time in it. Um, but yeah, Reagan, Reagan, when I first, when I finally started to think about it and I, approached her about it she was all over it she was like yes i want to do this i want to because i you know I, I was like well i mean we can't really make your thing that you're making but she's like i want to be involved any way that i can and um i was like okay how can i get her involved i'm like oh duh well she's the lead you know and uh i sh you know i introduced her to jace and jace kind of felt the same way like he really really latched onto her as that character and um that's pretty much how we kind of got both of them. It was, I know that was a really complicated answer. It was, it's just really, that's kind of the thought process that on my end that went into casting both of them and uh, getting both of them involved. So yeah, well, that sounds great. Um, I did have a question. The, uh, whenever you go, I think whenever you go to, uh, to the YouTube channel, is Fall Boy, is it going to be a, a movie or is it going to be a web series? So that's uh, an interesting thing is that y y uh, both. Um, the way that we're producing Fall Boy is probably atypical. It's not unheard of, but um, probably not something that a lot of people are, have done before. Um, and it, it's basically making the movie in pieces. And essentially we are... <clears throat> we're making it in pieces to incentivize people to continue to to fund us as we move forward. But um, gotcha. you know, it's 
it's a thing where I don't have, you know, like a million five hundred thousand dollars to to just drop on a movie. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think anybody does. Yeah, and uh, some people do, just not around here. Um, <laughs> they're out there, trust me. Like they, like some people think, like drop five hundred thousand dollars on a movie and just won't even think about it because it's just it's so stupidly low of a of a budget. At least for a for a movie in general, I've seen some of the, but that's because they're they're they pay everything on top of everything, over in like right. Hollywood land, but it's like, I knew, that's how much I kind of estimate it would actually cost to make this thing properly. Um, the cool thing is that, in order to in order to do that, we would have to um, we'd have to do probably a lot of crowdfunding, and we'd have to get kind of a studio to to only studios really have that kind of money to drop at one time and why we're doing it as a web series is purely economical it's just we're, we need to get money and we've got to do it we have to do it kind of slowly um just no there's no there's no like getting around that i mean that's we just don't have the the money and resources to do it on our own so we're going to make what we can at a, at a time and we're going to continue to I'm going to continue to work to work on trying to get more funding in as uh, as it moves forward. So that's uh well so far from the people that you've um <clears throat> that you know that have actually listened or not necessarily listened but have watched it uh what kind of positive feedback have you received from people that have gone other way to actually to actually listen to actually watch it and and say hey this looks awesome or whatever so what's what's been the positive feedback so far so we've gotten a lot of praise for <clears throat> we've gotten a lot of praise specifically for the sound mix like the sound in in the pilot short itself um we have gotten three specific times people have come out and said the sound was awesome and that credit, I will credit to our uh, our new sound guy, um, Matt, Matthew Freeman, who I'm going to give a huge shout out to. Uh, Matthew did all of the Foley sound effects that you hear, um, and he did the uh, mix. I helped a little bit, but as far but Matt was the one who laid out and kind of designed our entire Foley setup for the short. Which is why I think it sounds as good as it does. Um, without his help, uh, probably Fall Boy wouldn't sound nearly as good as it does. Um, definitely the best audio work I've ever done on a movie, and uh, that's because of him. So that was a huge, huge praise we've had from that. Out of what the short shows, in which I'm, I'm not actually going to discuss what necessarily what's in the short because I want people to actually go on YouTube and watch it for themselves. Oh yeah. But outside of what that shows, is there a more encompassing idea of do, do y'all know how the the whole start and finish of the project is going to look like or are y'all kind of going off whim? Do do y'all already have like a basis of what the whole thing is supposed to how it's supposed to finish out? Uh, yes, most definitely. We have a beginning, middle, and end. We know exact. We we have matter of fact. We have every. I'm in the process of actually writing the screenplay as it's <clears> supposed. To, you know, in its full, 
in full uh, right now. But as far as the, do we have a plan? Yes, we have a plan for every scene. Every uh, we know where the story goes. We know all the scenes that we want to have in there. Uh, we know all the stuff that's supposed to happen in the movie. Like there is just, you know, there is a lot of stuff that that uh, we have already planned for, which is why I felt confident doing the chap the the whole chapter web series thing in the first place because I knew that if we were going to go that route, which you know is is a risky move, but it ha- it is probably incurs the least financial debt. Um, the reason why I felt confident about that was because we knew exact before we did anything like that, we needed to know what we were filming. We needed to know what, right. what, what was the story? Where was the story going? What was the story doing? Um, who were the main players? You know, who are the, excuse me, who are the, um, you know, what are the main beats? You know what needs to happen. What can what doesn't need to happen? All that kind of stuff. Um, that kind of we we have a plan for for everything that you see. It is for a purpose, um, and we we already know how it's going to end before we even start filming. So awesome! I was going to say uh, that that makes it for. It makes it for for like a special situation, especially when you know that the more that you work on it, the closer to the goal, and you know how things are going to tie in. And then once everything finishes up with Fall Boy, you kind of know how it's supposed to go, and, and knowing that it kind of makes you more excited as you're working on it because you say, "Man, right. I can't wait to be able to to do this scene or that scene," and just it makes you excited about it. Oh, absolutely, and I won't. I will even go this far in saying it makes it to where the movie is is much more easy to market because we literally we 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 know that um, we have control all over over all of our you know how we decide we're going to market the movie online. So we can uh, we're plan we're going to use that to our advantage. That's all I'll say there because I want to I want to leave some people surprised for some of the tricks what we plan to pull, but it means that we hold all the cards uh, and the audience is going to probably, uh, I don't know. Audience may like it that we do that. They may hate us for it. Hopefully. But my goal is that we, I can, I can cause the audience as much undue stress as possible. Like I want them, to, I want, I want people to squirm and I want people to, to, to be like, Oh hell, What's the, what's going to happen next? If I've done that, I've done my job. <laughs> Let me ask the people who are a part of a Fall Boy. Do they have they had any prior um, experience in doing any kind of um, in doing any kind of like behind camera anything or any kind of you know production videos or anything like that do they do they have any experience coming into or was this something fresh and new for them so for dylan it was it was new for for reagan uh it was probably not as new because reagan has had an online presence for a while now she's um especially with her uh with her with her sanguine parks uh web series 
And um, she has her own YouTube channel, uh, Difna, which is her uh, name on here. She or on YouTube. I keep forgetting we're not on YouTube. <laughs> um, I watch YouTube way too much. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she is. Uh, she's she's very familiar with it, which is interesting, because um, of the two of them, I actually think Dylan's the easier one to direct. Um, which you know, it's just. Things that things that you find out about people as you get to know them, you just you you find out when uh, when you're working for like five hours straight with somebody on the same thing. You know, you get to you get to know people in ways that you didn't expect. Um, but yeah, Dylan Dylan is completely new to acting. It's uh, even though I think I just kind of picked him right. <laughs> And uh, Dylan it, or and and Reagan Reagan is not, but has never like she didn't act like she's not been in a production like this before. Dylan uh, is primarily is a musician. That's his that's his deal. Dude can play a guitar, crazy crazy good motherfucking guitar playing skills. He is great. Um, but no prior acting experience. And Jace uh, made little tiny shorts um, on YouTube, and I don't know if he was on TikTok when I met him, but um, definitely is on TikTok now, and uh, had made his own little comedic shorts that you know he was he worked on, and pretty much just uh, just trying out uh, trying out his hand at filmmaking, just the same as as I did when. When, when I first started. So, you know, we, uh, and then he kind of got some more experience when he, when he worked with me on, on Vindicated, uh, which is where me and him met. So that's, that's kind of the experience level of, of the four main people in, involved, you know, that's, uh, they could tell you definitely more about that, but, um, this is pretty much everyone's first Really, really highbrow foray. I, w I won't call this highbrow. I'm not that freaking fancy. But um, this is our first kind of serious foray into this, you know, into this kind of thing. Um, if that makes any sense. It does. And I um, was going to ask, what, uh, what got you started into wanting to create door number three films? And, with that same question, where would you, what direction or where would you like to take the, the company, you know, now, and let's say, you know, three years into the future, what, what are you hoping that it's going to mature into? The long story short is wanted to work in film. Couldn't working in film was going to be expensive. I, Decided to try to get do it on my own, and I figured that. And then I soon learned that doing it on my own meant I gave up uh, professional studio help for the most part, and it made me want to start a company that wasn't, you know, wasn't founded on the idea of just making okay movies that are mediocre that make a lot of money risk a movie that might not make as much money but will be a good movie 
which will survive and and will be something that I would enjoy watching. Um, mm-hmm. And doing that for other filmmakers. Um, are you familiar at all with uh, with Image Comics? I haven't heard of it. So Image Comics is the it's the comic company that was started by Todd McFarlane and seven other artists in the nineties from both Marvel and DC comics. And their whole thing was they wanted to be properly compensated for their work. And they Marvel and DC were not properly crediting them for their work. Um, they had no ownership over the characters that they had helped create. Like for example, Todd McFarlane helped create venom and venom does not belong to Todd McFarlane, so he couldn't really do everything he wanted to. So rather than rather than you know stay and continue to work for Marvel and DC, they went and they started their own company. And the idea was that uh, creators, individual creators, would basically get to keep all creative rights to their stories. Um, and Image, the label, the, com- the comic book company, would only own the rights to the uh, to the. They'd only own the label on the on the on the book. And what that did was it was hugely successful for the comic book industry. It's one of the reasons why we have so many independent comics uh, and other independent comic book companies like Dark Horse and uh, and you know other other different companies. It all started with Image Comics. And I thought, hmm, that's a revolution that took place over 30 years ago. Yeah, over 30 years ago. And where is that for film? And then I realized if you if you can't fix the problem, if you can't if you don't see a solution to the problem, you you got to fix it yourself. So that was where do, that's what I really intend door number three films to be. Um, I want it to be a place that puts create creative freedom in the hands of uh, writer, director and uh, cinematographer teams in the hands of independent filmmakers. And pretty much we put out their, their movies that they make. Um, Eventually, it's a little bit more complicated than that, obviously, when doing that for movies because movies are much more expensive to produce than comic books. It's a lot more involved in it, but the same basic business model uh, is—it's proven that it can not only that it can not only happen, but it can happen and it can be financially successful. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So, I guess I'd like—I would like. Uh, my goal, I suppose, would be to be the image comics of uh, filmmaking. That's a that's a far-reaching goal, but it, I think it's a very noble. I think it's a, I think it's a worthy goal to to aspire to. Because um, I don't really see anybody else it trying can to definitely do happen. I think so. Um, I don't. I just don't see anybody else trying to do that. So I figured, you know, somebody's got to do it. I'm a well. Let me ahead. ask you this for the. For the people who are, are going to be going on YouTube and and watching the Fall Boy and and, and watching Vindicated and and whatever else that you know Door Number Three Films has on YouTube or is going to be having on YouTube, yeah. um, 
What what would you like to say to the to the fans or to the future fans of of what door number three is is planning or is or is in the process of making or has the ideas for what what kind of what kind of words of inspiration would you give to the people that are behind the scenes that are saying, "Hey, we support you. We believe in what you're doing, and we're riding this wave with you." What what would you tell to those people? If if they're there, I will say thank you in advance. Uh, that it means a lot. Thank you very much for that. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to give you the best that I possibly can. If you don't mind, you know, like and subscribe. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It really does help. We're we're trying to really get our audience up. So, so yeah, go and uh, go and uh, if you guys would support us that way by liking and subscribing and staying notified, that would be that would be very helpful as well. Outside of YouTube and and someone typing in door number three films and, and showing the different videos and whatnot that you'll have up there, can door number three films be found on any other kind of social media oh of course uh we're on uh we're on instagram facebook uh and uh we are on kickstarter we our kickstarter campaign is finished as of right now but we uh we do have a plug on kickstarter that you can see our completed campaign um and then you we have our website you can go to www.doornumber3films.com and there is a direct link to our uh, to our portfolio there, and you can watch everything that we've made thus far. Um, right now, I think that we are up to uh, five entries on our portfolio completely, uh, including this one, including the new pilot short that we just we dropped in uh, on Halloween. Um, so, hmm, excuse me. All in all, yeah, I mean, you go to go to our website if you really want to see kind of the stuff that we we're working on and kind of get a a taste of what we're of of, of kind of uh, what we're doing. Uh, we also have a couple of Facebook groups on our Facebook page. Um, Facebook's kind of been our primary mode of uh, getting stuff out. I eventually would like to get us a Twitter, but and we just started a TikTok. That was the other thing, but there's only like two. I was about on. to ask if uh, if y'all had started a TikTok yet. Yeah, we have a TikTok. I just haven't put much on it because I'm trying to kind of figure out how we're going to do that. Um, we might, you know, some of this stuff might might actually fit well on TikTok. I don't, I don't know for certain. Uh, definitely, I think would be beneficial to to have some something on there. But um, it's you know. definitely beneficial to do marketing on TikTok because it has a very wide audience. Awesome. Well, I will. I'm definitely going to continue to to put stuff on there. I just have to kind of come up with some with a kind of a plan for how we how we do that. So, um, so yeah, that will probably you'll probably see something out of me from there this week. Um, and uh, we're also working on some mainline content on the channel as well. Besides just our films, we we're we're going to try to do some more uh, some more video content as well. Whoops. There we go. What kind of uh, vi- what kind of uh, video content are y'all are y'all thinking about, or is that kind of like a uh, closed vaulted situation until more of that can be prepared? It isn't. Uh, no, I will actually. I can share some of that now. Um, so we're starting up a not really. I guess it would be a considered a series. It's more of like a, just a a show of called Spotlights, the N three Spotlights. 
and it will be on our main channel. Uh, and it's basically going to be kind of our mainline series content, uh, where it really emphasizes the films part of door number three films. And uh, by doing that, we're it gonna it's gonna embody the spirit also of what I described to you. Door number three films should be, um, and the re- and I'm gonna basically I've already started, but going to independent filmmakers that are doing similar things to what we're doing, um, and giving them kind of a uh, interview about their project, and putting that inter- that uh, information that they would like publicly known on our channel as kind of like a um, kind of a before it's released kind of te- uh, kind of review. Something to kind of build a little bit of hype for their project, something to kind of get the, uh, the word out to our community and to uh, help other community, other uh, people in, like not community, but other uh, filmmakers to know that there are people, other filmmakers that actually care about their stuff. Um, I think it's a good, I think it's a, it, I'm modeling it a little bit off of uh, Good Bad Flicks. The, the YouTube channel because they have a really good simple format for making stuff like that. Uh, as I kind of go, as I go through it and start kind of tweaking it, I'm going to try to make it more of our own thing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, it's coming. It's taking independent films that have yet to come out that are still in production or post production, and um, putting them out there for people to. Uh, people to get like an idea of exactly what they are and to kind of get people excited for them. Did you, uh, did you want to give a spoiler? Um, Mary's a ghost, which I think probably most of y'all knew that, but, uh, could probably gather that by the, by the poster artwork and everything else that's been out about it. Uh, plus I think I actually said it a minute ago, a little while ago, but yeah, Mary's a ghost. She's not alive. She's dead. She's not there. I mean, it's literally in the description that she's a ghost. But I, in case people were wondering, yes, she is very much dead. Um, what were what what? So yeah, that that <laughs> I figure that's pretty an, a pretty obvious one. So um, what what what's one that you uh, what's something that that you were wanting to say about it, Michael? Not necessarily what I just said, but the. Uh, about the short that is spoilery that you were that you wanted to comment on. Um, I'll be honest with you. When a certain, I'm gonna say it this way: when a certain something, and I'm not referring to, um, the boys in blue. If you catch my drift, mm-hmm. when the certain when the certain something started walking up to the vehicle and opened up the door and got inside, I was busting out laughing because of what you could see the person was wearing. I thought that was funny as hell. So, so you're talking about the. Uh... The, uh, the bag. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I okay. saw that, man. I was when I saw it shuffling beside 
the vehicle when I busted out laughing. I was like, man, that's awesome. I love this. <laughs> I did. I, I loved it because I was like, here comes a bag <laughs> walking beside the vehicle. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was great. <laughs> I just did that. We just did it for continuity because I was like, wow, shit. Like, how do we make, how do we make Jace look like, like, he, like we were thinking, wow, we'll just dress him in like a, a jean jacket and a, uh, you know, uh, make him look, make him look super dead. But then it's like, ah, that, that doesn't immediately translate to that's where that body came from, you know? And, right. And then it was like, Oh, just put the, we, when we, when we put it on Jace, I literally took another bag and I stuck it around his neck and I was like, Oh, this looks kind of cool. It looks kind of like a scarf. So people know exactly what it is, but it doesn't look like, you know, the bat he's literally so so he's such a big he's a huge dude like he's my size he's like six five and he's got broad ass shoulders a barrel chest and he's total teddy bear but he's like a he's a giant and putting that bag on him it was like we gotta make this thing look kind of loose so we put two bags on top of him <laughs> um so yeah, not I. I loved that part of it <clears throat> when 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 the shuffling of the bag toward <clears throat> toward the uh, toward the spot. I did. I was busting out laughing. I was like, it's, "Yep, that you could tell this is a horror comedy just just off of that right there." So I, I want to say good job on that because I mean it. It's it's almost it, it looks like a oh man, how do we accomplish this? But at the same time, it's kind of like a. I don't think there was a better way to accomplish that. Right, right. So I mean, so just looking at that and, and sawing the creativity on that, good job on good job on all of, on all of y'all on that one. Man, I appreciate that. That really, Jay. I gotta, I gotta give my freaking props to um, to Matt Ross Hall, Grim Solis, and uh, Brandy Hall from Rotten Reviews who came in and did Jace's makeup. Yes, Rotten Reviews. You guys, you guys the, are yeah. freaking incredible, and you guys are amazing to work with, and I hope to work with you in the future as many times as you will allow me to do so. With that, and I want to make it very, very clear, this is a door number three project that Rotten Reviews got to help and be a part of. Um, I just want to make sure yeah, it's perfectly, no yeah, perfectly distinguished. And you, you can edit that out, but... Uh, if you want to, but um, like this is this is not a project I'm doing with Rotten or we're doing with Rotten. This is a project that Rotten uh, helped us helped us out with and did an amazing job on. So just as long as that is very 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 clear through 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 that, I didn't want to um, to make someone think that you know they are not that we are not going to work with them ever again if we if they if we're if they'll allow if they'll have us but like um just want to make sure that that their name is being respected oh yeah good group of people i think whoever watches it i think they're going to be uh i think they're going to want to see more of it and i'm looking forward to uh hearing what more people have to say about it and people viewing it and giving their know constructive criticism and their feedback about it and just seeing what direction and and how the movie and the web series how it evolves from there 
Awesome, dude. Well, look, um, thank you for having me on the podcast, sir. I I appreciate you letting me come and like talk at you for like for for an hour. I, 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 if I went if I've if I've been if I've talked too much, I apologize. You're good, bro. And I mean, everything works out in, in the end, so no worries. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, this is a special episode of Tales at 3 a.m. where I've been sitting down with uh, David Gentry. Uh, we've been discussing Fall Boy and uh, door number three films and the direction of the film and a little backstory about it. But Please, if when you get a chance, and if you get a chance, go to YouTube, check out the uh, the short that they have up right now. You can go to Door Number Three Films, that's their YouTube page, and check out the short called Fall Boy, and just give us your comments and feedback, and please like and comment and subscribe to Door Number Three Films. I'm sure that they would appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing what the future holds for door number three films and for Fall Boy. And just, David, keep us up to date with what's going on. And Always. yeah, that's that's about it as far as that's concerned. But uh, yeah, I think everything's going to work out. But um, this, is, uh, this has been great. But everybody, this is David Gentry. Uh, Boss man of, I don't say boss man of door number three films, <laughs> director and co-creator of Fall Boy, along with uh, Jace Marshall. This has been great, and uh, David, look forward to uh, hearing how everything else goes with it. And I'm sure you're going to be giving us updates. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, everybody, thank you very much for joining in the special episode of Tales at 3 a.m. Uh, stay spooky. Thanks for joining and, uh, have a good night.